you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Ash. Yes? Let's do word associations. Word associate. What is that? I say a word and you say the first word. That comes to We've my head. We've done this before. Okay, okay, okay. We'll take turns. I'll say one and then you say one. Oh. Or, oh. I'm ooh, not good at thinking ooh, on the spot. Ping pong. Like, I say one, you say a word, and then I have to say a word that your ooh, word ooh, ooh, made ooh, me think. Ooh. Got it? Okay, okay. Giraffe. Zoo. Elephant. Gray. Clouds. Rain. Puddles. <laughs> wow. Water. Water. <laughs> well, we made it to six. My brain literally just—I <laughs> don't do good with this stuff. I never have. I love how you just stared into my eyeballs as if like I was well, going to shoot you. I was thinking of like answer. jumping into the puddle, and then I was like, "That's not one word." And then I was like, "What's Jump. one word?" Oh. <laughs> Well, shoot. <laughs> well, <laughs> hi guys. Hey, <laughs> welcome to our podcast called Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn, and we read stories that you guys send, give our advice, give our opinions. Um, I would say that's like an invasive thing, but you guys ask for it because you write us your stories. Yeah. I so am. we kind of have permission. <laughs> guys, I'm literally going to stand up and move. I have a wreath that is directly behind me while I sit and I look like baby Jesus <laughs> <laughs> with this halo just sticking out from behind my head. So I'm getting up really quick to fix that for all of the viewers YouTubers. that f- watch us on YouTube. I feel yeah. like that would be extremely distracting. Like if I was a viewer watching a podcast and I saw that, that's all I would see. So yeah. I had to do that really quick, but I'm glad that's done. I feel better. I was kind of like you started getting up and I was like, where could she be going? <laughs> I know, like, like right at the start of us We're recording. attached to cords. Like where could she be going? <laughs> Just keeping you on your toes. That's all. Uh, well, it is a Thursday night. It is a Thursday evening. Um, me and Ash have both like life just like took a turn with this mm-hmm. last week it's been like whirlwind with like projects and stuff going on with families and like yada 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 
Everything you can think of. Everything you can think of. It so happened. we're trying, we're like trying to get ahead and record, but yet like we still, it's like pulling teeth. We've been trying for like three weeks. I At the know. top of January, we were like, we are going to get one or two episodes ahead. Um, just because of everything that happened last year, we were like, we should be doing this to begin with. Like, yeah. And, and to we give can't. like Mark a cushion because yeah. we literally throw these episodes at him like so last minute. Um, so shout out should, to Mark. Should we just take a moment to appreciate Mark? Yes. If I was near the board, I would try to hit the clap button. Slow clap. I can't clap. Holy <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Yeah. Clap. Go Mark. Go Mark. We love Mark. Um, but yeah. So anyways, it's like nighttime and it's we both, raining outside. It's raining. It's dark. It's like it doesn't perfect laying down, watching a movie weather. Mm-hmm. But we're pushing through and recording. Because we would much rather be talking to you guys. Honestly. That's how much we love you. I, I'm excited about my story today, too. So Ooh. I was, like, pumped to get going. Uh, Ash, you yes. got to turn it up? <laughs> do I? Of course you do. Yeah. This is a good one. Um, if you guys don't know what Tearing It Up is, Tearing It Up is a segment where you guys send in specifically funny stories, awkward situations that yeah. you guys have experienced and that you know would give us a good laugh. It's the what just happened <laughs> category of story. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get into this one. This one is Tearing It Up, I Think I Need a New Car. Oof. That's what she titled it. You know, Tearing It Up stories, I feel like it, it gets it gets dangerous when vehicles are involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and get started. This one starts off with, hi, ladies. My name is Kelly, and you can use my name. I am currently a 22-year-old college senior preparing to become a teacher. Get it, girl. Look at you. We need more good teachers in the world. We really do. That's why. That's why. It's all been downhill. (laughs) Was there up? That's why. That's why. (laughs) Just that's why. That's why. We need need more teachers. (laughs) Um, Okay, she's right. This story took place about four years ago during the summer of my senior year of high school. So the summer before I started going to college. Try as I might, this story will forever be engraved in my memories. After coming out of a long high school relationship, I found myself trying to meet new guys to flirt with. I ultimately was just trying to find some new people to talk to. I went through good looking guys on Instagram and would add their Snapchat if it was in their bios. A lot of the time, they didn't add me back, but there was always the occasional few who would. You sound like Taryn. Okay. (laughs) No, honestly, I'm going through withdrawals (laughs) with like... And I just got my windows tinted, so I don't even have the satisfaction of like staring Possibly at a random stranger. Possibly making eye contact with a complete yeah. stranger. Yes. I didn't know any of these guys personally, but I did try to add people who were around my area. There was this one guy in particular who I found went to a neighboring high school and was exceptionally good looking. He's a model now, if that gives you any kind of perspective. Hot. Hot. Of course I added him since his Snapchat was in his bio and literally minutes later, he added me back. We tended to have casual conversations and be very flirty, but nothing serious usually came from it. He ended up wanting to hang out a few times, so I would meet up with him during his lunch breaks in the parking lot of the place that he worked, hopped in his car, and we would just sit and talk. We only hung out a handful of times, but it somehow escalated into something more. One day, he invited me to his house as opposed to his car. 
None of his family was home, and he claimed to want to watch a movie together. I went over very nervous, and we laid in his bed and watched about half of a movie. It was really uncomfortable, though, because I was laying in his bed like a stiff plank, afraid to move because I was so nervous. <laughs> that's a hot, like, that's a hard... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you would hope the first, like, watch a movie, maybe cuddle would be, like, on the couch where you can, like sit and kind of feel it out but like yeah. a bed when you still don't really know cute. someone it's like no like you move the other person's like wobbling around like yeah do you lay all the way down and look like a corpse or do you like squish back and then all the blankets are all ruffled you know what I yeah, mean like yeah, yeah. you're kind of it's, set a up little, for it's just a lot more complicated yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure he paused the movie at some point and we kissed for the first time and hooked up I was super new to this quote, casual hooking up thing after just coming out of my first serious relationship. I stupidly asked as he was walking me out. So what are we now? Oh gosh. (laughs) And he looked at me confused and replied, what? Nothing. That was hard to hear. And I felt emotional all of a sudden. Fast forward to the real reason I am writing you this. About a week or so later, I was driving around with my younger sister, who I am super close with, and explaining the whole situation to her. I told her everything as we were driving. I remembered that his house was only a 10 or so minute drive from where we were, so I told her I wanted to show her his house and relive the situation again, hopefully making it more real to her. It is important to note that my car had stickers on the back window with my college name and some other stupid girly things. They make my car very distinct and easy to find, especially in the daylight. As we were driving down his neighborhood, I started to drive slow and take my time leading up to his house. As I was slowly passing his house, I saw his car in his driveway on and running. His backup lights suddenly turn on and I all caps floor it. When I say quote floor it, I mean, I went from 15 to 55 real quick. (laughs) I looked in my rearview mirror as I am halfway out of his neighborhood and can see his car driving behind me. I literally scream at the top of my lungs and my heart started beating out of my chest. As I finally made it out of his neighborhood, I started taking random turns and began to relax a little bit. As soon as I felt okay again, I looked down at my phone, which was vibrating, and it was him typing something to me on Snapchat. I wanted to open and see it right away, but at the same time, I thought I might throw up. My sister ended up opening it, and he had said, why were you in my neighborhood? Oh, Oh my God. I'm uncomfortable. At this point, I kept repeating out loud until I was tired of hearing myself say it. I told my sister to reply, saying, I just had to turn around. Oh no. This clearly didn't make any sense though, because his house is at the end of a very long windy road that would clearly need intention to drive down. I accepted after getting caught that he would never talk to me again and that I really screwed up. But to my confusion, about two or so months later, he reached out to me again, this time with the intention to just hook up. My immediate reaction was that he reached out to the wrong person because clearly I am a crazy stalker who likes to drive by (laughs) and look at his house dot. Oh, well, I hope you ladies got a good laugh out of my cringe story. Don't know if I will ever make it onto the podcast, but I wanted to thank you ladies for taking the time to read it. Love you guys so much. Love listening to the podcast on my long commutes. You never fail to make me smile. Also, I love watching the YouTube videos. You killed Vlogmas Ash. 
Thanks, hey. girl. <laughs> and when you say you, I know you meant to say we, <laughs> because even though it's my face on the camera, Taryn <laughs> edited the whole thing. So it's really a team effort. <laughs> um, she added at the very end, have a great day and God bless Kelly. Oh, Kelly. girl. That is rough. That is as, that's bad. That's real bad. You know, yeah, there's no way you can get out of that. I'm trying to think. The only thing I think I would have said is like, um, I would be, I would have been like, I lost my necklace. It's like my mom's old necklace. And like, I've looked everywhere. So I was going to just like look in your yard. But then I saw you there and I thought you'd think I was a stalker. So I like went away. Like I try <laughs> to good. like loop around, yeah. you know, but or, or even, even something like I wanted to like come and talk, but then I saw that you were busy and clearly going somewhere and then panicked and drove away. Like just leaning yeah. into that. Ooh. I came with intention of you know, doing something. Oh my gosh. But oof, 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 oof. That's rough. Yeah. That's I am, rough. I, I'm deeply so sorry that you had to experience that. Yeah. Have you ever done anything like that before? I don't know if I've been caught. I've definitely like driven by mm-hmm. houses before, but, um, I don't think I've been like caught or anyone like saw yeah. me, but I, I've ha- I only have like one big ex and I drove by his house once, but I never got caught. It was like yeah. late at night and I was like a, emo- an emotional wreck. Emo? Yeah. <laughs> so I remember driving by slowly and also panicking because like the whole family was home and I was yeah. just, I was young. I was, I was well, a youngster. I was, I was lucky because my ex lived literally down the street from one of my best friends. Yeah. So you so were over there I a was, lot, huh? I was always able to set, like, if I got caught, if I was just driving by to, like, mm-hmm. drive by, I could be like, oh, I'm on my way to so-and-so's yeah. house. You know what See, I mean? See, my like, ex lived, yeah. like, 45 minutes yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, way out yeah, of yeah, my yeah. way. But yeah. oh, anyways, gosh. Kelly, thank you so much for sharing yes. that story. That was that gave me a great laugh. And, uh, oof, the awkward feeling that, like, yeah. the pit in my stomach came as I was reading it. And Ugh. I was like, oof, that is rough. I'm so sorry. Uh, so bad. So bad. <laughs> she needs a new car. She needs a new car. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, anyways, do we rock, paper, scissors for who goes first? Or do you want to go um, first? I'll just, I'll go so it gives okay. you like a second. Okay, this is actually kind of fitting because that was stalker-esque. And mm-hmm. this is stalker-esque. Ooh. So. Don't be a stalker, guys. Don't be a Unless stalker. you have to. <laughs> Depends on the situation. Unless you have to. There you go. I mean, <laughs> that's our that's our big takeaway from today's don't episode. Don't kill anyone unless you have to. <laughs> don't steal unless, unless you have, you have to. to. <laughs> uh, you got why unless are you the guys universe makes you listening to <laughs> us? <laughs> One of our listeners gets arrested, and they're yeah. like, "The universe made me." They're like, "We had to." <laughs> okay. All right, this one is titled, I work with my sort of stalker. Ooh. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. Okay. Hi, ladies. I absolutely love you both and the podcast. If you read this on the podcast, I'll be fangirling so hard. Anyway, I have a bit of a situation that I'd love some advice on. Just for a little more insight, love this. I am a 29-year-old woman, Enneagram 2, wing 1. Oh, interesting. Yeah. My wing's a 1. Yeah, and my I think I used to be a little bit more wing 1, but I'm definitely more 2, wing, wing three. 3 now. Yeah. The man in this story, story, <laughs> dear Lord in heaven, I need help. Okay. It's late. The man in this story is 30 years old and a type four. Let's call him Matt. Which I think this is good because I feel like you'll we'll be able to help give insight on him now that we know his number. So this yeah, is for great. sure, for sure, for okay. sure. This all started a year ago. I went through a traumatic breakup, and I mean traumatic. Oof. Like we were together six years and engaged. Oh. I tried, yeah. I tried to fix our relationship and he wouldn't meet me halfway. He told me I wasn't attractive anymore. And, oh. and no, this is the worst part. He took our dog when we finally separated. I cannot with that. That's the, like, I don't, I don't get how people choose like who the dogs go the to. Bastard. Oh my God. No, that can't. No, like, no, I couldn't. Not. No, no. Anyways. So she says when I that, said, the universe might make you steal. <laughs> steal that dog back. Break it. Get your dog back. Get that run. dog back. <laughs> yep. Um, she continues that kind of traumatic. But anyway, this question isn't about that jerk. Just wanted to explain where my head and heart was at. Back to Matt. Matt and I worked together at my dream job. I saw him as a nerdy, kind of odd, but harmless guy. He was very nice, and I love working with him because he always made me laugh, and we had great conversations together. We had this friendly relationship even before my ex and I broke up. So I always thought of us as friendly coworkers and that's all. When my ex and I broke up, everyone knew, everyone I knew was stepping up to help me in any way they could. I had to find a new home, move in and basically figure out my life in just a few weeks. Wow. Matt offered to help me move. I needed all the help I could get. And again, I thought 
he was a harmless, helpful guy. So I took him up on this. Fast forward to a couple months later, a global pandemic arises and my workplace is temporarily closed. I'm now living alone for the first time in my life, recovering from my breakup. And now I can't go to work or see any of my friends. Just like everyone else, I did Zooms with my friends, talked on the phones for hours and did everything I could to stay connected. Matt and I were texting and talking on the phone more often. After a little while, he admitted he liked me as more than a friend. I explained that I didn't feel ready for a relationship and I appreciated our friendship too much to mess it up. Maybe I should have just stopped talking to him then, but he kept reaching out and I really did like talking with him. After a while, I kind of started to have feelings for him too, but I kept shutting them down because I wasn't ready. He was a good friend and I didn't want it to get weird at work. Unfortunately, some calls with Matt sponsored by my wine. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good way to say it. Sponsored by my wine. That unfortunate phone call was sponsored by (laughs) wine. Pinot Noir. Yeah. (laughs) Um, did have me being slightly flirty a couple times, which I regret, but I was also careful to stay in the friend zone. Meanwhile, Matt knows where I live from helping me move. So he also quickly started showing up at my house unexpectedly. At first it was nice. He went for, we went for a socially distant walk once and another time he dropped off flowers and candy when I was feeling down. All that made my feelings for him more confusing. More than anything, I was confused from everything I was feeling and didn't want to mess with his kind heart. Matt was determined to get out of the friend zone with me. He even told me this, and then she put in parentheses, high red flag. (laughs) Um, He also told me that he was starting to fall for me even more. Mm. Things escalated quickly. He started showing up to my house more often. At one point, he showed up multiple days in a row. He also started texting me way more frequently. I started to get creeped out by all of this. I listened to two men. True crime podcast for that. Girl, you and me both. (laughs) Me. So I started to pull back. I responded when he would text most of the time, but my responses were shorter and we stopped talking Mm -hmm. on the phone. Mm -hmm. Eventually, he must have gotten the hint and he just stopped reaching out altogether. And I was relieved. Fast forward a few months, we went back to work. I'm as professional and friendly as I can be towards Matt without making it weird. He pretty much ignores me. He even said some passive aggressive things to me when we were alone a few times. And I figured his feelings are valid, even if he's being rude about it. Fast forward a few months later, again, he still creeps me out. Being alone with him makes me very uncomfortable, which happens sometimes because we usually have two people on shift at a time. He's big and very strong. So I worry if he just like snapped, he could hurt me. The worst part is everybody at work loves this guy. They think he's the harmless, kind, slightly weird guy that I once saw, but I just want him to leave our job so I can distance myself from him. To make everything weirder and scarier, it was my birthday recently, and he left me a gift at my door. It wasn't just a card. It was a lot, including a bracelet. There was a card, though, and he wrote in it, don't tell anyone that I got you a gift. My neighbor saw him drop it off and he said it looked like Matt was looking in my window trying to see inside the house. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Ever since this happened, I'm more on edge than ever. It's been almost a year since everything went down and I assumed he moved on. 
Luckily, we haven't worked together much lately. We've been on opposite shifts, but I still fear I'll have to work with him eventually. We have a small team of just six people, so it's bound to happen. I've thought about telling my boss that I don't want to work with him, but I don't want to get into the reasons with her or seem difficult because this job is my dream job. So I don't want to leave and I don't want to make things weird by bringing the situation up either. What would you do if you were in my place? I'm sorry this was the longest message ever. Thank you both so much for what you do. P.S. I love this hard ass. You're going to love it. I thought you'd be happy to hear that I finally had the confidence to speak up for myself and leave my ex. This was due to you guys because I kept trying to write you an email about him. But every time I could hear you guys saying, leave him, you're too good for that. <laughs> so I never, ever, I never even finished writing my emails about him. Also, I thought this sad, scary email needed a happy ending. So I've attached a photo of me and my new rescue dog. I'm so happy to be where I am. <laughs> A year oh, post breakup in my home that I love with my sweet dog who is my world. Love anonymous. Look at the little guy. Nobody. Oh my goodness. We love a rescue. Oh my gosh. Wow. You know oh, what? Well worded. Like yeah. Well planned. The happy ending photo. Like that yeah. was that was beautiful. Yeah. Like uh, this. This is what is so scary because. Yeah. There's such, there's this really fine line where like, you don't want to be, I, I think especially as women, like we don't have the luxury of just being super nice, nope. even being flirty just because we want to without the possibility of a dangerous attachment mm -hmm. forming. Mm -hmm. And then there's also this side where you almost don't want to be too rude and yeah. too mean because you don't want to ins um what am I trying to say? What's the word? Insinuate. Not ignite, but I'm just gonna use it. Ignite like uh, a anger or a like frustration because mm -hmm. then that could create another response. Mm -hmm. So we end up being in these getting in these situations that were like, how did I get here? And it sucks that we have to like look back and be like, oh, I should have done this or I should have stopped talking to him or I should have whatever. Yeah. Because yeah, I think there's a lot of points in your story where I would give more like hindsight advice of like, yeah, we maybe should have cut it off or like yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, but then here we again, are now. that's not fair. Like you, you're an adult woman. Like he still is reaching out and talking to you, even though you told him you weren't interested. So if you had some moments of just wanting attention and whatever, like it sucks that like you couldn't do that without now having a soccer. So yeah. like, I want to be really careful to not put or make you feel any blame because no matter what you did, it's not, it does not like warrant He's his the one actions. Yeah, no, far. freak that. So, um, so I want to, I, I feel like, yeah, you, I, I mean, even in reading it, like, you know, like there's probably yeah. things you could have done different. So I think moving forward is more what I'm sure you feel the same. Like we'll probably focus on not as much yeah. like, Girl, you know, What's done is like, done. we all know, we all know when we get in situations, we look yeah. back and we're like, eh, that was probably, I should have, should have turned left. Yeah. Like should, should have got off that street. But <laughs> yeah. Any, what would you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like there is, I don't want to blow things out of proportion, but I do think there are enough red flags to where you need to tell people about it. Um, just for your own safety. I'm not 
saying he's going to do anything, but I do think I, I, okay, let me, let me restructure this. I understand why you're not telling your boss. I wouldn't want to jeopardize my job or, or put any thoughts into her head about you not taking your job seriously because you love your job. So because he hasn't done anything recently, I don't think I would say anything at work, but family members that I have, friends that I have, I would at least tell two or three people so that people are aware of this weird interaction Mm -hmm. and relationship that you've had in case something were to happen, you've told people about it and they'll, they'll know, like if something were to happen at work or, or, um, or off of work or, or someone show up at your house, I think it's really important that people know about that information so that if something happens, they'll like already know. And I mean, uh, like worst case scenario, and I don't want to sound like too morbid, but like, this is, this is where my mind thinks where we go. I'm not even like, when I think about like, if someone's going to kill me, I'm not even like stressed about it, but I'm like, you, you can bet, bet the farm, sir. that I will take you with me. Like you, who's the farm? Where did the farm come from? I think people see that. No, they don't. Yeah, they definitely don't. I'm going to bet the farm. <laughs> it's like, bet your bottom dollar. I'm crying. Someone please make an Ash. edit of Darren with the barn somehow. Bet the barn. Not the barn, the farm. Shut up, Ash. It's a thing. Oh, my God. Uh, anyways. I'm sorry. I'm just saying my whole thoughts is like, if I die, like people will know who you are and you will get caught. Like, that's all I care about. So we're not trying to make you think in that way, but I do think people need to be aware. And I think like, obviously we can't tell, we don't know your full job, what it is, like what your boss is like, things like that. But I, I don't think you should have to sacrifice like your safety to have a job. Yeah. And the thing is, is the world we live in, like people are uber sensitive to like workplace etiquette. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you have to like go into specifics or anything. I don't know if you have like an HR department because a lot of stuff, like if you say you want it confidential, they have to keep it confidential. I would look into whatever your business structure is. Yeah. But I mean, if it were me, I would probably just say, hey, if if you don't feel safe, if it's just he's awkward, that's one thing. But I would just say, hey, I know our company's small. I know scheduling is difficult, but I just wanted to request like, if I not do alone shifts with so-and-so and be like, I really, I would like this not this conversation not to get out past me and you. This is a personal thing. Um, and again, if it can't work out, I understand. But that way, like, it's just, like, you have to think about yourself. Yeah, and you do not have to tell them any details no. of, of what went down between the two of you guys at all. It's none of their business. And if they ask you, you can, all you have to say is be like, it's personal. Yeah. They don't also, need to know. Next time, and I don't know how recent this was that your neighbors saw him, but be like, like I would, I'm just really like, I want them to know, like people saw, people yeah. know. So like if that situation happens, like I would probably text and be like, hey, just so you know, like my neighbors saw you like looking in my house and actually called the cops. So 
Like, just yeah. so you're aware. If you're coming like, over, yeah, text if, me. If you're going to come over, if you could please notify me because um, because they were really upset, it yeah. caused a big scene. Like, that kind of thing to for him to be like, oh, shoot, people saw me. Like, yeah. that's good for him to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But anyways, girl, I think, I think your line is clear now. We, mm-hmm. we are no longer friends. Mm-hmm. We're going to cut that off. And I think if he keeps showing up in ways like that, you also need to know that you have the right to be like, Hey, like, like Ash said, like from now on, like, can you just let me know if you're going to come over and like, I'd rather not, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. And I do think without being rude yeah, or offensive in any way. Or possibly triggering him, like Taryn had said. Yeah. Um, I think it's perfectly okay to be like, to tell him that you no longer want him coming over. Yeah. And it's perfectly okay and acceptable to say that you want to keep your relationship uh, as a work relationship. I think yeah. that is something that all human beings have to do at some point. Um, and drawing those lines is is natural and healthy and probably in, in many ways could be helpful for him because if he is unstable possibly um then clear lines are good because if it's blurred he might be thinking there's still a possibility yeah, and it's yeah. really important that you let him know this is a hard hard no and it. him coming over is crossing a line yeah and him you know um talking to you possibly at work or interacting with you at work in an inappropriate way um is a huge crossing of that line yeah um so yeah i think I think definitely draw those boundaries. Yeah, for sure. I feel like we did really well with I feel, that. Yes. I'm really, that's um, great. Good luck, Anonymous. Keep doing your thing. Also, like, get a ring. The ring? The ring. What? The doorbell thing. Oh. <laughs> like, those to I was me. Like, get, like, get a ring just because? No, no, no. I mean. I was like, like a fake I engagement get, ring. Get, so you have a boo and you I can't. get myself rings sometimes when I'm <laughs> we feeling all get down. rings. But the way you said ring. No, I meant like, like the, ring. the doorbell. Got it, got it, so got it. So it's like he walks up. The like, It's like you're yeah. on film every time you come mm-hmm, to my house. Mm-hmm. So like, like our Postmates guy. Mm-hmm. Got him. Right? <laughs> got him. <laughs> Anyways, you got this girl. I'm so happy for you and your dog and your job and your home and that you're happy. But draw your boundaries and keep moving forward Mm -hmm. you got this angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here 
and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Oh, moving on to my story. Um, yes. Very excited to pull this up here. I should have been more prepared. Okay, here we go. Um, this one is titled, How My Friends' Mental Disorders Are Affecting Me. And we're going to dive into it. Hello, Ash and Taryn. Before I start my story, I just want to say that I love you guys so much. And I listen to your podcast every day. Ooh. Can you just wrap your head around that for a second? I she mean, listens to us every day. She's, she's going to run out of Taryn. That's a lot of Taryn. Excuse. <laughs> Excuse. You I'm have to listen guys. to me every it's day. It's 8 o'clock and I'm like a grandma now. It's past my bedtime. <laughs> I started listening at the beginning of quarantine and now I'm almost caught up and it makes me sad that I'll only get to listen to you once a week instead of multiple times a day, which I can fully relate to. I've yeah, done I that do with that all, all of my favorite uh-huh. podcasts. Maybe next time I'll be braver, but for now, I'd like to remain anonymous. Before I explain my problem, I'm going to need to give you guys some background information. Also, I just want to say, it's not its not being brave to say your name. No, not at all. Don't cut yourself down like that. There's, I get, I totally get if you're talking, I mean, everyone who's writing in is talking about super like... <laughs> anonymity is a beautiful thing oh, we love we love our anonymous fam and to be honest like there's a lot of stories that go on in mine and ashley's life that we are definitely not going to share on an open platform nope what if every story we've ever read is just ours anonymous <laughs> This is actually this is our me being very therapeutic <laughs> and sharing my very trauma- traumatic, traumatic, <laughs> traumatic, traumatic, very traumatic life with you guys. I'm but I'm oh just saying, gosh. like, I don't don't think of being anonymous as not brave. Like, there's nothing wrong with protecting your writing situation. Writing in period is brave, right? Mm-hmm. So little little clap back on you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anonymous. <laughs> I was gonna say something, and it it just came out as. <laughs> all that came out <laughs> the listeners are like flinching each time we hold an ass i know okay continuing i'm a sophomore in high school and i'm a complete introvert i'm also a two wing three Hi, all the twos writing in today. anonymous meet taryn taryn meet anonymous you guys are the same person except, except taryn is I'm extremely not. extroverted so maybe you're not the same person <laughs> I've had a hard time making friends in the past, mostly because I like to be alone and I'm pretty sure I have social anxiety. Mm. I think we're all developing that kind of social anxiety right now because anytime I meet someone new lately, I don't even know what to say. Yep. I'm like, what? Hi. People talk to you. My name's Ash. Lee. Lee. First name Ash. They'll say something. They'll be like, how are you? And I'm like, it's respond. Ashley, (laughs) respond. (laughs) So bad. Okay. I'm one of those people who has a few close friends instead of a bunch of acquaintances. And I honestly prefer that. Something else you're going to need to know about me is that I have a, all caps, huge family. My mom has 14 siblings. Wow. 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 That's a lot. That's intense. And I live on the same street as four of her sisters. So we kind of just run back and forth to each other's houses all day. And we're very close with each other. That sounds incredible. That's so cool. But I could see how that could become a problem. Like yeah. eventually, like the older you get as a kid though, I oh, feel like yeah. that would be goals. Like just you being able to run around with your cousin. Oof. That's amazing. Oof. It would literally have to be like, you all get one thing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't buy a bunch of stuff for everybody. Now let's get started. 
Two of my five best friends are my cousins, and I love them so much. Let's call them Anna and Ellie. Now, the thing is that Anna and Ellie are sisters. They used to live by me when we were younger, but eventually moved very, very far away, and I only get to see them once a year when they come and visit in the summer. Anna is a sophomore like me, and Ellie just graduated school last year and moved in with my aunt next door. It's been great living next door to her, and we become even closer more than ever. We FaceTime Anna every day because she still lives so far away, but it's really hard having an ocean between you and your best friend. I can't imagine. Yeah, that would be so I literally, hard. I have Taryn across the hall, and I can't even. <laughs> Sometimes we just walk in, and we're like, I miss you. I'm just like, hey. <laughs> Hi. <clears throat> and now here's where my problem starts. Ellie has an eating disorder and luckily goes to a treatment center five days a week. I'm very happy that she's finally reaching out and getting help. Anna recently just went through a breakup and has very controlling parents. She started to talk to me about being depressed before, but it's only getting worse and worse. Anna and Ellie also have had a hard time making friends, and so naturally they vent to me about all of their problems. And I'm now basically their therapist of the whole group. Don't get me wrong, I love them both and I want them to trust and talk to me, but hearing all of their negative comments about life and their bodies has slowly started to affect Mm. me. When Ellie says, and she puts in quotes, ugh, I just don't want to eat, it makes me wonder, should I not eat? When Anna says that her face is fat and she needs to lose weight, it makes me wonder, should I want that too? It's just very, very hard to hear so many negative things 24-7 and not let them affect you. I just don't know how to keep my grades up, keep them happy and myself happy all at the same time. I'm slowly finding myself wanting to do less and less. And I think I'm falling into a seasonal depression because now it's so cold outside. I can't even go walk it off. Walking. I, yes, I, know. I get that. I'm the type of person. If I'm frustrated, I go walk it off too. Well, and one of, one of my best friends lives in Kentucky and she said during the winter, like, because you can't just like go out and do stuff. So yeah. she said she has a rough time. It's hard. Cause you're just stuck inside like mm-hmm. all day. She finishes. I can't go anywhere because COVID is so, so bad in my city and I just feel trapped. I feel like I'm stuck in a box and that the only thing I have is a speaker playing negative comments 24 seven and a laptop with 15 late assignments. I don't know what I can do to fix it or even make it better. I'm sorry this got dark so fast. haha. But just writing the letter made me feel so much better. I really hope I get to hear your response to this. Thank you so much. Love anonymous. Dang, that's heavy. Oof, that is so heavy. Um, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I, I can only imagine what it must be like to be dealing and handling, um, such close people in your life that are clearly, you know, mentally ill, um, and going through a lot on your own and also with COVID on top of it where you can't go and they can't go, um, vent to other people also like that that makes it so much darker and so much harder with an already dark year (laughs) yeah that 2020 was and then looking forward to this year and and things not having changed that much yet yeah um hopefully it will change soon um I I hope you understand that these these um feelings that you're going through right now a lot of people are going through them but also with everything that you're going through right now just makes so much sense like I feel like it's super natural so I hope you're not holding anything against yourself for feeling any kind of sadness or depression um, because you're dealing with a lot and that's dark. It's heavy. It's heavy. I think like, honestly, I I know I've shared this on an episode before, but I in high school had a friend dealing with um, 
mental illness stuff and was very dependent on me. And it, it, I wasn't able to like handle it in a healthy way. So it definitely affected like my grades, my social life, Mm -hmm. everything. Like I, I was, she wasn't dragging me down. Is it, I don't want that to seem negative, but I was not letting myself like pick myself back up. Like, I think there's a very, I think it's something that's not talked about a lot, but I think that people who, who do have people in their close circle that struggle with mental illness, there's a lot of care and effort that needs to go into how you approach the situations and how you also like take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's the whole, like put your mask on yourself before you help someone else. Like there does come a point where if it is negatively affecting you, you might have to start drawing some boundaries, but also like, and this is just something that I would do, but also I am this type of person. Mm -hmm. Like I would just like reach out and be like, Hey, you've been saying a lot of things that like, it's really hard for me to hear you talk about yourself the way you do, because I see such a beautiful, wonderful person who I care about so much. Mm -hmm. And if anyone else was talking about you this way, I would punch them in their stupid face. Mm -hmm. So since you're the one saying these things about yourself, I would love if like, I'm just going to start challenging you. So every time you say something about yourself, I'm going to be like, hey, stop it. And now you have to say two things nice about yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like build into your like relationship ways that you can call them out, out of love. Mm -hmm. But you know that they are struggling with stuff. So I'm telling you right now, you got to stop the like, oh my gosh, should I be feeling this? Yeah. Like, no, you shouldn't because you you are lucky to not be in that category right now. But when we get in that danger of comparison and trying to like think, what thoughts should I put on myself? What standards should I put on myself? That's when it's like a slippery slope. So you got to draw that line right now. And you got to see those comments that they're saying as their disorder they're struggling with and not them or a standard of what you should be thinking. Like Mm -hmm. we got to, you got to shut that off, like shut it off because that's not the case. Like Mm -mm. every body is beautiful. Every person is beautiful. So they're not able to see their beauty right now. So this is a perfect example and a time for you to be able to stand up Mm -hmm. and be like, well, you know what? Like I've been listening to this podcast and it's really taught me that, you know, we should, everybody's beautiful and it's really helped with confidence and like shoot them an episode of a podcast you love about body positivity. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. find ways. Ashley Graham has an excellent podcast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You should listen to it. Yes. But just find ways to like insert positivity and like helpful hints to them. Like shoot over a a book, like Amazon Prime them a book that is something that you've researched that is helpful. Like do things like that so you can feel proactive, separate yourself and also start to challenge. That would be my advice. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about this before on the pod, but I've had plenty of people in my life that I've watched take on way too much of someone else's life and it dramatically change and affect their life and the trajectory that they were headed in. Um, I, I feel like it only makes sense. Like if you're headed in one, if you're headed South and, and like 
you're you're full blown going south and you're 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 going at a certain speed and then all of a sudden this car like out of nowhere like bumps you like it 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 shouldn't you shouldn't take on like the weight the weight of that car does that make sense yeah. like that you should continue to go forward you like it causes you to swerve but like yeah try to keep but it, yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't actually like like stop and like halt everything take on that load and then start driving even slower than you were already going I feel like that's a horrible metaphor no, I get the drift but I, get the I drift. hope I hope you get, understand like this person shouldn't have that effect on you and I do want to make it very clear I know that this is your cousins and I know that they, you love them and you, they're your best friends. And I don't want to take away from that friendship because they should be able to feel safe with you and you, and you should be there for them. Um, but again, just like the last story, I feel like there has to be a line drawn. Um, and I feel like maybe don't, I don't think you need to let them know about this line necessarily um, until you figure out exactly what it is. But I would start keeping note the second you start having those thoughts of should I also, or comparing yourself to them, like Taryn says, like we've mm -hmm. said on the podcast, comparison will like destroy you. Um, the second you feel one of those thoughts, I think it's time to back away and take a break. And yeah. I don't think that means, that does not mean like cut off the friendship or don't yeah. talk to them. I think that means go home and like spend the rest of your day focusing on you, doing healthy things that you know you love. And I don't mean like watching TV <laughs> or, or disconnecting in that kind of way. I mean, doing something that you that you love, like go, um, listen to a song that you know makes you happy or mm -hmm. bake something that you know brings so much joy and makes the whole house smell good. Yeah. Um, do something that will actually like fulfill your soul, um, and, and spend the rest of the day doing something like that. And then that gets you in a better, healthier state. So as to better help yeah. your friend when they really need you but you have to figure out where that line is they can't tell you Taryn and I can't tell you where that line is mm -hmm. you have to figure out where that line is for yourself and the second you feel yourself becoming like breaking down like they're kind of chipping away at you a little bit yeah. whenever they have those negative effects on you the second you feel yourself getting too weak you have to back away mm -hmm. build yourself up until you're healthy again before you can go and do that and if they ever talk to you and you find yourself in a place where you can explain what you're doing and what's going on then I think that'd be great to share it with them but maybe hold off until you have the right words or you feel comfortable or or you know exactly what you want to say but during this time I would just focus on you yeah. And I think too, like, I mean, there's something to be said about, I think we need to just as people in general, like work on just gassing each other up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And encouraging each other. But something like that's been on my mind a lot lately is that compliments don't always need to be about physical stuff. Nope, like not at all. I think like for me, like I, I want to start complimenting things that matter. Like with Ash, sometimes like I'll really take a second to stop if I'm like, I'm so proud of you for interjecting in that conversation mm, because it's a big deal. I know that's something she struggles with. So I think like in general, like we just need to be more encouraging, but also stop taking the focus so much on like, oh, either you look cute today or, oh my God, are you losing weight? Like freak that. Like that needs to be like a back burner thing because really at the core of like who we are and what matters, like it has nothing to do with our physical appearance. Mm -hmm. And with your cousins, like they're focusing too much on that. So try to get them to talk about things they're excited about. Like, what are you doing in school? What are your ambitions? What are your dreams? Like, 
I love how you're kind to people or like, I love that you called me when you knew I was feeling sad. Like try to shift that focus. But also I think if you start putting those lines and being like, Hey, like stop it. Like you're beautiful. Like don't talk about, about yourself like that. Like let's shift the conversation. I think that'll help you too, to start thinking in that mentality. If that makes sense. What a hundred percent. I dropped my dad joke book. Ash, help. Thanks. Um, Anonymous, thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm so sorry you're going through that. However, I feel like you are just so wise beyond your years. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that you are even here trying to work this out with your best friends just goes to show like what kind of heart and what kind of human being you are. Yeah. So um, continue doing your thing. Take care of yourself along the way. And I have no doubt you're going to be, you're going to kill it. Yes. What a good best friend. (sighs) Thank you so much. Everyone who sends in their stuff. Uh, We love you all and your openness and trusting us. (laughs) And as always, we're going to end it with a dad joke. Uh, so we, we continue to feed Sa- that did you positivity. Look at no, no, I did not. Maybe that's how you guessed the last one. Cause I you subconsciously not. Whoa, looked at I it. I got that. Correct. Fine. I won't steal that from I you. I got that on okay. my own. Okay. Ready? <laughs> All right, everyone. What did the Buffalo say to his son when he dropped him off at school? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Bye son. Get it? Bison. (laughs) So good. That was great, guys. Thank you so much for uh, making it to the end of this episode. Uh, Be sure to check us out on our socials. We have all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Watch us on YouTube if you haven't already. You can see more of our faces. We're completely not ready and have no makeup on. I haven't brushed my hair, but it's totally fine. We're fine. Um, If you have been wanting to write us because of a particular thing or a story that has been you know you you re-remembered and you're like oh wait I want to share this story but I don't know if I should just do it consider this your sign from the universe telling you to do it uh we need it the listeners need it do it for the people okay yeah and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys in the next episode which will be coming out love you next Monday okay love you guys Bye. bye Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.